What it do, DMV? It is episode 93 of Chirpin' DMV. We've got a loaded episode for you today, but here's the thing. We're only really going to be talking high school hockey here. The, all three playoffs are starting to get into the thick of things. Uh, we do have an interview. We have one interview. We've got some college hockey coming back here in the DMV. So we have Coach Ergo on, the bench boss there for the Stevenson Mustangs ACHA D2 team. He's talking expansion. Uh, they just started a new ACHA D3 team, and he breaks some news. Uh, we'll get to that in the interview, but as of like when we were talking to him Thursday night here, they got the go ahead that they could play this season. But before we get to all that, uh, I'm here with the Bobcat per usual. What's going on, man? How's your week been? What's up, man? It's been crazy, crazy work week, short month. Uh, so, you know, per usual, but all's well over here, man. We didn't get an update from uh, your, your men's league glory. I fuck, I hate listening to it, but what's going on playoffs? What's, what's the deal? Yeah. So last time we talked men's league, it was, Playoff week. That's right. We played the Green Machine in the playoffs, and we, our a normal goalie wasn't there, uh, so we oh, got a goalie just already? kind of off the bench. Well, we outshot the team thirty-three to sixteen and lost seven to two. But yeah, mm-hmm. not ideal. Not ideal. So start of the new season was tonight, Thursday, uh, first game, and uh, four-four tie, four-four tie. So I scored the fourth goal to tie it with like two minutes left, and then. Uh, I pretty much like get a breakaway at the end of the game with like three seconds left. And I come up, like kind of come in full speed do a hard stop and then bring it back forehand. And the goal is completely out on that. And I pretty much have a wide open net and jam it wide. So that's how that went tonight. Oh, right on stuff. man. Little yeah, Carl Hagelin action. Carl Hagelin action. Who did score tonight? I fucking leave and the caps get four goals in the third period tonight. So that was fun. I didn't actually catch a, like a second of it. Yeah. I, I watched the first two periods, but Dude, but I yeah, I couldn't come up with a '93 for anybody that was ever a Caps for a Caps episode. So we'll go uh, Dougie Gilmore episode. There it is, Dougie Gilmore episode. Tough one to come up with a Caps one. We did the same thing. Go listen to Fire in the Hole. Came out yesterday. Uh, we and Bobcat went on there, talked to Wilson, uh, Wilson and Grady a little there. We had a good time. That was a good. That was a fun episode. Yeah, we had to put a pin in it. At one point, we just wouldn't stop talking. I think we yeah. chatted all night. Uh, yeah, we easily would have. I was like, my bad, dude. That was probably your longest episode, but ours are usually used to going that long. But like we said, we got some high school hockey to get into, but we're going to kick it off right here, right away with Kurt, Coach Ergo uh, from the Stevenson Mustangs. Bark down. Off the bar. Bark, bark down. Us, bark and down. Off the bar and down. What a shot. All right, we now welcome back on again for the second time. He came on earlier in season one, talked a little Mustangs hockey, but it's the bench boss, Coach Ergo over at Stevenson University for the ACHA club team. What's going on, man? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, what isn't going on, that's for sure. Right, exactly. So we're kind of pumped, like like I was telling you beforehand here, this is the first, I think, college hockey interview we've had this year. It's been all high school and juniors. We're starting to see some colleges get on their way. So let's kind of start with the news you guys broke a couple weeks ago, I think, now, and it's you guys are expanding. ACHA D3 team now. What, what went into that? I mean, was it an easy decision? Has, has it been a long time coming for this or – yeah, so I, I, I don't know, um, you know, how much folks have talked about this, but the vision uh, at Stevenson is to have seven teams uh, over the next however many years, um, you know, five ACHA teams and the men's and women's NCAA teams and really just being the, the hockey mecca of the Mid-Atlantic. That's the goal. So um, it really came down to recruiting. And, and what we found last year was that we had uh, a good group of guys that, you know, um, there were even some players that we told we couldn't take just because right. we, we cap our roster around 27 and we want to make sure that we, you know, there's no sense having any more than 27. You, you have yeah, a few yeah, scratches, you guys get hurt. You want competition. 
Um, but we don't want guys just sitting around. Um, so the, what we were seeing is that there's just a need, there's a need uh, and, and a big pool of players. Um, and, and what people don't understand is ACHA division three is not um, any slouch hockey either. Right. Because, um, you know, it's just, it, it really boils down to where, where, where kids are at and where schools are at. Uh, I always tell a story there. There's um, I don't know if he's still there, but that, there was a kid um, down at Catholic that played in the null and mm-hmm. he just, you know, he wanted to, whether he wanted to go to law school. This was like a year or two ago too. I remember he was putting up hella points. (laughs) Hella points. Right. And so it's just because you're going to play division three doesn't mean like, Oh, now I'm playing with like benders and uh, it's going to be like scrub hockey. No. I mean, division three is made up of triple a players, junior players. So you know, the gamut um, it it really just boils down to a lot of times of what the university's budget is where right. the other teams around them are, because if you're in an area where there's mostly division three teams, it makes no sense to have a division two or division one team because right. then you're traveling all over the place. So mm-hmm. um, for us, it was about the recruiting and, and I was seeing a, a, a real large group of guys in that triple a double a um, even some, some guys uh, that played tier three juniors that maybe haven't uh, developed as far as they'd like to have. Right. Um, that are looking for, for a place to play. And what, what many folks don't realize is division two and division one ACHA are very similar. Again, Mm -hmm. it's a lot more due to the regional aspect of where you are and what your university is able to do, not necessarily talent. Um, ACHA division two, I mean, we're getting guys that are getting NCAA offers that are just committing to universities because they'd rather play there. Um, it's, it's a very competitive, uh, league, especially if we want to win and Stevenson want, we want to win a national championship. Mm -hmm. That's the goal. Uh, we don't want to just exist here. Um, so our recruiting is ramping up where from a division two perspective, we're getting higher talented, higher and higher talented guys. Um, which means that more of the local guys, unfortunately, um, you know, local high school guys or triple a guys, um, they just aren't finding the roster spots on my squad. So here's an opportunity to not only play at Stevenson, but develop and we can move guys up, right? It's almost like now it's a, a complete feeder system where you get a guy in, maybe he's a triple A player. He gets used to the college level. He's 18. He's not used to playing guys that are 24, 25 years old and gets a couple of years under his belt. Well, now he moves up to the division two team. So there's opportunity. Yeah. And uh, I, I mean, if you go back and look at this Stevenson team, just from the past couple of years, go from like 2015 on, it's every season, it's a steady rise. And, you know, as your program gets better and it starts to build, and like you mentioned, more and more teams throughout the school. And obviously you guys have put together a hell of a D2 team the past couple of years. And then it, it gets a little more popularity at the school. You got people start coming in and you get to a point where you look at it, you're at tryouts. And like you said, you, you're keeping 27 guys max and maybe one year, 30 guys come out and the next year it's 40 and the next year it's 55. And you're like, oh, shit, man, like we're turning away a lot of good hockey players that could easily we could field a team with did you see that start to happen as well absolutely absolutely and that's kind of where where we were at and uh i I don't think it's any secret now that we're trying to get a second sheet there and originally the timeline was to wait for the second sheet to get there um but you know the rink has been wonderful in supporting our program and um we were able to work out some times to give um equal opportunity to this division three team because 
one of the things that we wanted to make sure we were able to do is give both teams the equal experience. So we don't want it to feel yeah. like if you're on the ACHA Division Three program that you're getting a, some, a lesser experience. Yeah. Both teams are practicing three times a week. Both teams are going to get 20, 25 plus games. Both mm-hmm. teams are getting coach buses to all away games, yeah. hotel experiences, although the yeah. nine, the same gear, all that kind of stuff. It's just, and, and it'll be a fine line between the, <laughs> yeah. the third or fourth line on my team and, and the, the top two lines on the other team. Yeah. The other team, it's not going to be a big gap if one at all, it, it's just going to be about what does the player want to experience, right? Because you have to talk to each individual player and see, you know, maybe you're a junior or senior and you're, you're, um, you haven't played a lot or you don't like the minutes you're getting on my team. Well, you know what? You go down to the division three team. Now you're a top line guy and you can, you know, have a different hockey experience with the same resources and right, help right. that team win because that's the other thing. Both teams are going for national championships. Yeah. We're not uh, creating a division three team to just exist either. That team needs to be competitive. So mm-hmm. uh, very, very exciting. For sure. You're not able to kind of, we've talked about the third and fourth line on the D2 team and the first and second line on the D3 team. You're not able to, I guess, legally just per rules, switch guys back and forth throughout, or are you able to? So you have six games, which is nice. So per the ACHA bylaws, from what I've read, I believe you have six games at the beginning of the season to finalize your roster if you have multiple teams. So um, it allows guys to see, and it allows coaches to see, for real, because you, you have, we're calling it training camp. I, I don't want to call it tryouts because tryouts insinuates that we may cut people. Yeah. We recruit a hundred percent of our program. So mm-hmm. if you're recruited to play for Stevenson, you're on. Yeah, uh, you're not going to get cut. You're good. No, you're on the team. <laughs> so, but through training camp and we're trying to determine the roster spots and where, where people kind of fit, ha- being able to have a few games and maybe you have a kid where we say, Hey, you're a freshman. You could play on the division three team or maybe you scratch a few games for a while on the division two team because you have a higher ceiling and you can develop more on the division two team. That kid might say, yeah, that sounds great. But then he gets scratched a couple games and he's like, I don't want to do this. I want to, yeah. I want to be over there playing hockey. Mm-hmm. So it gives kids a chance. I think in theory, sometimes they think like, yeah, I understand what that experience means until they're there. And then they see what got, what it's like competing in practice to get, you know, on the PK or get on the power play or get, you know, yeah. on a certain line or, or a certain role. Um, yeah, Cause that's the other thing, right? Like mm-hmm. I played at Mount St. Mary's because I wanted to have a pivotal role. I wanted to be one of the better players. I wanted right. to be looked at as a, a, a leader on the team. Some guys, if you want to be the all-star, yeah, maybe you might be a depth guy on my team, but maybe you're a point leader in the division three team. Right. Um, and maybe that feels better for you. You want people to come see you score a bunch of goals, not, yeah. you know, be on the grind line you yeah, know? Stroke, that, so, stroke that ego a bit <laughs> right yeah and it, it boils down to now we have a better opportunity to yeah. provide more kids with the best college experience possible playing hockey getting an education um that's the goal right is just when Bingo. you look back at those four years being like man that was cool that's mm-hmm. the goal and this team's set to start next season correct so that's the start next season um Bingo. there's a lot of details we got to iron out we've yeah. got a few coaches that we've been interviewing we're talking to different leagues as far as, you know, 
where we want to start, you know, because right, there's so many different, I mean, you named, you talked about how there's so many D3 teams around this area. Now it seems like there's four different leagues and divisions they all play in. Yes. Yes. And, and, and it's a, it's a, it's a different world now. Um, there's definitely a lot of back channel conversations going on as to what the best way to go. Um, but I think we have a good idea. I think we have a good model um, that we've established. So if we follow that model, we'll be in a good spot. Love it. So, yeah, I mean, usually around this time of the year, you guys are kind of bunkering down, getting ready for running nationals, run at some, you know, different division titles, this, that, and the other coming towards the end of your season here and to the playoff grind, but you obviously haven't been able to touch the ice much this year, but you guys just tweeted tonight, Thursday, we're recording. Um, we looks like we've got some good news back yeah, on the ice. So, and this is fresh. So, so if you're, if you're hearing this, um, when it's posted, it's only been out a couple of days, but, um, just, uh, about an hour ago, uh, we, we officially received word that we will be able to return to the ice this spring. Um, and, and that was always the plan. And, and, and uh, so many thanks to everybody at Stevenson, the administration, the executive board, um, our athletic directors, Matt Macram and Brett Adams, uh, and, and everybody in between helping uh, and, and staying committed to make it happen. Right. Um, there's so many universities that just for whatever reason and no, through no fault of their own, right? Everybody has to do what's good for them, um, but just shut stuff down. And, and I can't only imagine what it's like to be on one of those teams or one of those coaches where there's literally nothing you can do. You're just yeah. told no. Um, where for us, it was told, we were told, hang tight, you know, just mm -hmm. be patient. We're going to do everything we can. And, and I think the guys trust me, they trust the administration that, that that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, you got to get the NCAA teams up and running first. That's yeah. only right. Um, and, and then, you know, we're able to get going. So I think we're going to start testing here soon. Um, I think there's a couple of weeks where we're going to do some off ice just to make every, make sure everybody's in, in shape and, and not getting hurt on the ice. Um, and then we have uh, a couple teams that we're, we're, we're getting ready to schedule some games with. So, you know, if we get two, three, four, five games to me and 90% of the other teams aren't playing, that's a major win. It's a major win in a year that's been a, 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 a severe tax on everybody's mental state, I think. So right. if we can get get a couple guys, score some goals, maybe win a couple games like that, that to me would be super cool. Exactly. I don't know how many details you have yet on the season, but what's kind of the outlook for it? Is it a shortened, condensed season only going to last a month or two? And um, kind of how are you preparing to kind of approach this as a completely different season? Yeah, the challenge is based on the rules that we're, we're faced with right now is and in, in, in every school is dealing with this from NCAA Division One, actually all the way through, you know, professional sports. You got to play teams that are following the same protocols that you're yeah. following. So um, there's not many <laughs> out there that are playing at all, uh, let alone following the, the protocols that we're following. So mm -hmm. um, the teams that we're looking to to schedule with, it's not going to be a season in which there's playoffs or a championship or anything like that. It's, it's merely exhibition games with teams that are, um, that are able to follow the same NCAA protocols that we're playing with. Mm -hmm. um, Cause there's just a whole bunch of logistics that you don't think about right away. Like, okay, I test every week and my players test every week, but what about the trainers? What about the guys who run the box and the clock? Yeah. And what Random about people working at the rink and working at the rink? And, and, um, you know, normally we stream all of our games. Well, can I have some people test and stream the game? Can, right. 
what happens if somebody tests and you know the NHL and Major League Baseball and some other teams have this problem too, where you get an inconclusive. Well, then you mm-hmm. get another one. Well, then you find out that somebody's positive right before the game. Well, where do you put that kid? Well, there's a you know a COVID room that these rinks have been creating where if somebody does need to quarantine, they have that, and it's just logistical nightmare. Um, yeah. So to make sure that you have all of those things, you can't play other teams that don't have those things. You have to right. play teams that have those. So um, it'll be, um, we're hoping, I, I, I'm really hoping between that like three to six game uh, range, if we can get that in between March and April before finals, I think right. that's a win. Um, there's a couple weekends in April I'm keeping open uh, nice. just in case, you know, thing, things change with COVID on a, hourly basis yes, so, literally yeah yeah so you know if, uh, the last thing i want you know is if i'm talking to i was just talking to another coach earlier this evening and you know i'm like you know how are things going and they're like i don't know but there's a chance that you know through march that we might be able to schedule games well mm-hmm. let's keep those weekends open and and be flexible so that if people can play it's all about the kids can yeah. we give the kids a safe experience then let's do it. Let's not say no just because it's hard or it takes extra work. Let's let's uh, let's make sure we're doing everything we can for the for the student athletes. Right. And so kind of switching over to some positive news here because we're talking everything that's might happen and what's going to happen. But yep, talk yep. about the team a bit. I mean, who are some guys we should keep an eye out for? What's the team looking like? Like, what's the strength coming into this season? Um, now that you can officially get on the ice, who are some people we should be looking out for? And what kind of style should we expect out of this team? I, we're going to be fast. Um, that, that's, that's been something I'm very excited for. Um, I'm also excited. Uh, you know, the guys who graduated last year were the last of the original um, guys who helped start coach Dawes's team and, and then right. helped me start my team. And I love those guys, you know, shout out to all of them. Um, so we have a whole new crew and and this crew is the first time where everybody on the team is somebody that I've recruited um, mm-hmm. and, and didn't um, get, get kind of passed to me. So uh, we have a new captain, Josh Watterson, um, who comes for us from the Oswego Stampede. He's a junior um, rising senior. Uh, very excited for him. He's, he's been a solid player. He's sneaky fast and he's got a great shot. He's got great vision. I think he, he definitely um, is ready to go. Uh, Brendan Jesse on the offensive side too, is a, is a sophomore. Um, he had 24 points last year as a freshman, true freshman too, 18 year old, uh, freshman, very exciting to watch. Um, and then some, the freshmen that we have this year, it's, it's unfortunate. I haven't seen everybody on the ice together. Right. Right. When we were on the ice in the fall, we were in two different groups, like small groups. Um, so I haven't seen everybody play together. Um, but I'm very all, all the freshmen. I, I just am excited to watch them play in more of a um, a, a structured atmosphere, right? Where right. We, there's only so much you could do with 12 guys on the ice. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you break out, regroup a few times, and everybody's back. You know, so <laughs> yeah. uh, if you do end zone for a certain amount of time, or you can do three on three, or and these were non-contact practices, so we couldn't even do that stuff. So it was a whole right. bunch of stick handling and passing and skating. Um, I think the guys are just looking forward to banks and, you know, banks. Right. You can only, I mean, when you're at the college level, you can only do pass it around and stick him. Oh, so gosh. Much, you know what I yeah. mean? hundred percent. So I think, you know, can't wait to put the net in the corner and do some small area games and, and, and really get going. But 
Um, yeah, I, I don't want to name a bunch of names uh, just because I don't want to leave anybody out. We have a really deep freshman class. We really, really do. Yeah, I'm Love excited it. for all of them. So, yeah, it looks like things are looking up here. I mean, the growth of the program, the continuous success of the program, and it looks like the recruiting is going very well. Uh, we got any um, special jerseys coming out or anything this year? I know you guys usually once a year do a sick little jersey. So we'll end it on this. You guys got any, anything cool in the works? It's and it's going to be tough. That, you know, uh, as soon as we uh, announce the, the Division three team, I will start turning, you know, because we've had New the jerseys. white set for, for yeah. five years now. Uh, probably time to – to redesign some stuff, you know? So you yeah. It seems uh, always an excuse to crank out some new jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what we'll probably do is, is I, I, I like the fact that we do two jerseys that are team sets and we just rotate them yeah. through and we keep those. And then I think the black Jersey will stay. The are so sick. So yeah. cool. And those will have people's names on them, but you know, I, I I'm a big fan of letting the guys, you know, really weigh in on stuff. So oh, yeah. what we'll probably get with is, um, uh, you know, through April and May, see, see some designs. Um, we love jog jogs, a great partner of ours. Mm -hmm. They do all of our jerseys, um, see if they have any ideas and, and then, uh, and yeah, I, I think the white's got to stay. Um, yeah. But then, but then the third jersey, you know, let's talk about it. Let's see what, see what we know. Do. You know, you might like a little smoke gray. You might want to keep the black. You never know, man. You never know. But never there so it is. Definitely I mean, white and black. Definitely white and black. Yeah. And then we'll see what we want to mm -hmm. do from there. I know um, the guys were floating uh, green buckets for a while, and I that just, I think we, I, I, th I think that's that's too close to lacrosse for me. I, we'll, we'll see. Uh. <laughs> what we may do, what might be cool, was um, maybe green gloves, but we'll, you know, green would be sick. Yeah. yeah, you got some options. I mean, the whole the whole look good, feel good, feel good, play good. But Coach oh, yeah. Ergo, man, appreciate you coming on, talking to us, breaking some news, and we're pumped to get some college hockey back. So we're looking forward to watching the Stangs this year, and best of luck to you guys. Thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Now, you guys do an awesome job. I love following the Twitter feed and everything. So great job. Thanks again to Coach for coming on. Really looking forward to it. I mean, granted, they're only going to be playing maybe like three to six games or exhibition games, but they got a season – and they've got they're really building that program up. They got a little good, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. So uh, Bobcat, let's get into it. Let's start here with the CSHL. Off to the corner finals tonight. Four games going on, but let's recap last week's four games. Let's start with that eight nine matchup. Uh, Hayfield versus Colgan, and it's Hayfield with the four one lead. Thirty two number thirty two Murphy nineteen saves. Uh, Biggs had two goals. Short had the game winning goal. Leahy had a goal, matinee with an assist, and there it is. Hayfield kind of takes just the, – they go out there, they get it done, and they're moving on. I don't on. think either one of us had had them, by the way. No, I think we both picked Colgan. So 0 for 1, 0 for 1 on that one. <laughs> 0 for 1, 0 for 1. So Hayfield is moving on. They're going to be taking on the number one team uh, in the league, West Potomac. So, I mean, I'm going to have to ride West Potomac on this one. Sorry, Hayfield, but that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I think it's hard not to at this point. I'm with you there. Going to go with Westpo and Coach McCullough. Coach McCullough. So moving on to the next game, it's T.C. Williams, the five seed versus Robinson, the 12 seed. And this is just kind of a blowout. It's 13-3 Robinson. I mean, T.C. Williams started the game with four goals uh, right away in the in the first period. Robinson would get two back, but at the end of the first period, when you're down 6-2 in a playoff game, it's not not looking good. There was three different people that had two goal games um, at least, right? We had two for Robinson by Alex Petrus. Um, Aiden Thorpe had two. Yeah. Well, looking at Matt that scoring summary, two. Yeah, like the first six the, goals of the oh game, gosh, go, there was, gate, there was, gate, Thorpe, Thorpe, Petrus, Petrus. 
Well, here it is, dude. There's two kids <laughs> with hat tricks, two kids with two goal games on TC Williams, and then Robinson had uh, a kid with a two goal game. So not a lot of spread out scoring there. So, I mean, if we're going to look at that and, and take that in consideration, we get TC Williams. Who are they going up against? Uh, number four, West Springfield. So that'll be uh, West Springfield out of buy. So that'll be a, that'll be a tough game. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to have, you know, five different kids have 12 goals, basically, like that'll be a good one, man. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that one. That one's probably the most intriguing one in the first round, I think. Uh, you'd have to say TC Williams, we're the Titans, baby. Uh, this is a tough one to pick. Who are you going with? I think I'm going to Titans. I think I'm rolling with Titans. I think I'm rolling rolling with TC Williams. All right, we're going TC Williams. So we're both taking West Poe. We're both taking TC Williams. Uh, Down below in the 6-11 game, it's Forest Park uh, with a 6-0 win over WT Woodson. And what can you say? I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, you did take Woodson on this one. So this is the one we went. But, I mean, looking at that Woodson team, that's a team with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. It looks like 10 guys showed up, whereas that – (laughs) <laughs> whereas the forest park team looks like they had 20 on their roster show up but um i mean shout out to the goalie nick cohen 19 saves or 19 shots against 19 saves they likes feed the wolves oh did you hear that whistle in there uh-uh but i'll take it Ooh, i had a good a good herbert the pervert from family guy there there it is uh so that's they're going on number six forest park they're going on to take on number three washington liberty uh, I think I'm staying with the higher seat here, Washington Liberty. They've been there, kind of done that before. They're usually always at the top of the top of the rankings here. So I'm going Liberty to, to the Frozen Four. Going Liberty to the Frozen Four, calling Wash, Washington Liberty. Well, this if they win, they go to the Frozen Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Um, yeah, I think I got to ride with Washington Liberty here as well. Uh, I, yeah, no, no change here. Washington Liberty. So the next one, the last one here, it was the 7-10 matchup, Bishop Ireton, Lake Braddock. I took Lake Braddock and Bishop Ireton made a meme of me. And this is the this is what we were talking about, man. Where when we pick against teams, they're gonna make us they're gonna make us eat our words. And so so shout out to Bishop Ireton, you know. They made a video, they took the audio from the last episode, they put it over a highlight reel of them playing some games and something about like having doubters and whatnot. It was pretty much just me saying that they were gonna lose. Hey, I I would like to defend myself here. Um, I picked Ireton. And you know what? I'm you gonna did. do it you again. Did. Oh, wow. I'm gonna do it again. Okay, okay. So Ireton does get to win six to five. They win it in a shootout. Uh, they did have a 4-1 lead in that first period. No score in the second. And then Lake Braddock, I mean, they're down 4-1, 4-2. It's 5-2 game with 9.38 left in the third period. And they rip off three straight. It looks like three in about a four-minute span there, if not less, uh, to force overtime and then a shootout. And then, yeah, the Cardinals I'm going moving on. B.I. and it looks like Sang, Swoop, and Quaid are playing together. Going to be a big game out of those three. I'm thinking combined nine points collectively i think i think they're gonna get nine points as a line Eh, let's go seven points as a line i think bi wins okay so you're taking bi i'm gonna go woodbridge i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep mushing bi because maybe i'm I'm, maybe i'm if i keep picking against them maybe that's their lucky charm hey if they're gonna keep you know dropping your your clips maybe they'll you know drop me saying bi maybe we'll get some some respect on my name now after (laughs) you've done slandered them I have done slandered them, but I, I love that shit though. I mean, good for them making making videos out of it and everything. If if we pick against you, talk that shit. It's hey, it's bulletin good. board material that you bulletin. may have inspired them. Yeah, like I take. Do you get credit? I'm trying to think how much percent of credit I should take for that win. Six seven percent maybe. I don't know. You think well, they played that video the in the locker room? It depends on the page views. Yeah, I mean, if they played that video in the locker room to get to get everybody fired up, then who am I to say that I didn't have anything to do with that? 
You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, you would have to think in a non-COVID circumstance, they probably would have played it at an assembly at, at school and got everyone real fired up. So, oh, I mean, not wrong. Who knows the limit? The limit that you could impact these games, um, not being conceded or megalomaniacs at all, is, is, is you know, there's potential. There it is. So big, big night tonight here. So with that West Poe Hayfield games going down at 740 at Prince William, TC Williams versus West Springfield, also at Prince William at 730, uh, Washington Liberty versus Forest Park. That's at MedStar, 710 p.m. puck drop, and then 6 p.m. between Ireton and Woodbridge at Prince William. So if you want the action, go to Prince William tonight. That's where everything's going down. So let's kick it on over to the NVSHL now. Bobcat, we're looking at this, and they just kind of fired through the playoffs here. It looks like they just ripped it all off in one week as we sit here and stare at the bracket, huh? Uh, yeah, definitely caught us <laughs> off guard. I know that we were going to, you know, do our own brackets, but maybe retrospectively a uh, bad idea. Yeah, so, so they started on the 19th, fired through everything there. Games on the 22nd, games on the 24th, Wednesday night this week. Championship tonight. Uh, the championship is number three seeded Riverside versus number one seeded Briar Woods. Uh, before we get that, we'll, we'll tell you how these teams got here. Um, it was in the second semifinal was Yorktown versus Briar Woods, the five seed versus the one seed. Uh, Yorktown would lose five to two. Briar Woods did have two empty net goals. Uh, Yorktown had goals by Barta and Drake. Uh, Levy was great in net. So good for that group. Good push right there to the semifinals. But um, yeah, Briarwood, Briar Woods takes it. Uh, the number one seed. They're moving on to the championship. And then on the other side there, it was Riverside versus Battlefield, a three versus two matchup. And uh, Riverside would take it. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I'm a little bummed out we didn't get to do our, our full bracket, but I'm going to blame that on their website because, good God, is it atrocious. Yeah, like, get on with the other leagues. Get on it was the made, Caps, get I, on the Monuments. It was made on, like, GoDaddy.com or some shit. Yeah, it's brutal. Like, so, and, you know what? Wilson brought it up when we were on Fire in the Hole the other day. Um, he was asking us a bunch about chirping. And I didn't mm-hmm. feel so hot chirping a nine-year-old to almost 10-year-old. He'll correct you. <laughs> but holy True. shit, NVSHL. Get with yeah. the times, man. You yeah. got a good hockey product in the area, and you're just going to use a yeah. freaking turn-of-the-century website, man. That's a, they, Our Bowie Hockey Club website in 2005 looked like that. Yeah, it looked exactly like this, actually. And they just don't want to get on the monumental train, which is, I mean, do, do what you got to do. But, I mean, it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot easier, and you can set stuff up better. But Yeah, well, if they're going to put shit on there, we can't talk about them. So. Yeah, so, so we're going to sit here and read off this Word document that is posted on here. So, yeah, tonight, championship, like we said, it's going to be Briarwoods versus Riverside. Who you got? Going Briar Woods. Uh, they're, they're getting a, another championship, I think. I'm going with Briar Woods, too. So there it is, MBSHL. You ripped through your playoffs in a week, and your website sucks. We're moving on to the MSHL. So the MSHL is having a championship this year. They posted on the website that we'll conduct one due to COVID. Only three conferences will participate Howard, Monocacy, and Montgomery. Each conference will send four teams to the tournament. With 12 teams, the top four seeds will have a bye. And seeds five through twelve will compete in the opening round on Wednesday, March third. So that's, that's that's something we get to break down next week at the Gardens Ice House. First game starts at four. Second game will start fifteen minutes after the first completion. Bobcat, here's what I'm reading here: COVID protocols. Only one parent per player permitted in the building for their games throughout the state playoffs here. Uh, that's a real bummer. Um, I mean, obviously we, we're seeing it in pretty much all level of sports, but the the crowd interaction or the the advantage that you would have isn't really there, but. I mean, at least they're still having a season, right side of things. Um, yeah. I do want to mention, last time we, we talked, um, we did not 
get the score to our Swamp Kings. I was and I'd like to point that, out that they won six to seven against River Hill in the game that wasn't originally posted. Our boy Luke Rubin had uh, a shorty and two even strength goals that game. So look out. Look out for the Swamp Kings. Don't let them get hot. So Just saying. <clears throat> top four seeds. Um, our top four get to go from uh, each conference. So let's take a look at that. Let's start with Montgomery. So your top four teams right now, Montgomery are Quince Orchard at 13 points, Bethesda Chevy Chase at 13, Richard Montgomery at 12, Northwest at 11. So it looks like those are your top four. I don't know if there's any more games to be played. Winston Churchill's right there at nine points. Imagine if they don't make the playoffs. Jeez. After winning however many state championships, but uh, is there still games on their schedule? I have no idea. Let's see if they have a chance because that's the, the 100 time defending state champions. Or it looks like they're two points out looking. It looks like they have, we have Churchill and they Richard have one Montgomery. more versus Richard Montgomery tonight. Yeah. 740 actually at Laurel. So that is a game that Sunday can put Churchill five games. Can put Churchill up in at, at, up in a tie with North Northwest. But it looks like Northwest is still going to have the better record overall. So that looks like it's going to be your top four teams out of Montgomery right there. Um, moving up to the Monocacy Valley, Oakdale, 22 points, Washington County, 14, Frederick County, 12, Urbana, 12, and then Carroll County at six in the fifth spot. So it looks like your top four right there, Oakdale. Pretty clear cut, yeah. Yeah, pretty clear and cut right there. Um, and then looking at your Howard Conference, it's Glenelg, the only undefeated team in the state uh, besides Oakdale. Oakdale's 11-0. Sorry about that. Uh, Glenelg, 10-0, the first seed. Marriott's Ridge, second seed at 16 points. The Swamp Kings coming in at third, baby, 10 or they're six to four on the season with 12 points, baby. And then you got a lot of teams right there. It looks like they're done, though. Everybody's got 10 games played. So it looks like the Wolves are taking that spot, probably due to a tiebreaker over River Hill. Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I guess we'll, we, we'll find out after, uh, what is it, the 28th. They said all the seeds will be out, but you would yeah. think so at this point. Yeah, I mean, they played River Hill once, and they lost four to seven. So Yeah, they're not playing in any of those games this Sunday. So, yeah, you would have to think. Yeah, so interesting to see how that's going to shape up. So we'll get to that next week. We'll break it down. NBSHL will be done next week. So next week we'll be talking first-round MSHL playoffs and Frozen Four for the CSHL. Yeah, we might have to uh, do a a midweek playoff update, just a little quick hitter so we can keep talking shit. Don't hate that. Don't hate that at all. So, yeah, I mean, if, if CSHL can keep it going where they're playing on Friday nights, that makes our lives easier because we just pop it up on Thursday and then you're ready for Friday, baby. Yeah, we only got a little bit of high school left. So yeah. um, we'll start, you know, talking about some other things here. Keep things lively. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's going on this weekend, big dog? I don't know. I had a couple plans. Um, I was, was debating going up to Baltimore one night to hang with a friend, but it's supposed to rain. Oh, goddamn weekend, which sucks after it's been so beautiful the past two days. Uh, so yeah, nothing had me crazy. looking at tea times. That's might pointless. try to, yeah, exactly. I might try to, like, you know, reserve a spot at the bar this weekend, maybe go get a little dangerous. But Ooh. about yourself, I was looking at those, uh, place up in Baltimore. It's uh, was it called Five Iron, it's like one of those indoor okay. golf simulators you can you can go check out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I might do that. I might maybe try and go to top golf or something i just need to swing the club and oh, range in the rain is different golf. you know the range in the rain yeah. sucks but if i'm indoors or if i'm under the awning having a few pops over at top golf yeah. it's a little different you go to top golf you rip some balls off you're drinking 20 dollars beers you're having a good time baby oh yeah i mean i, I haven't <laughs> been to a live sports game in forever i'm overdue for a 20 dollars beer oh yeah i would i mean the second weekend I'm, I'm seeing a lot of these arenas around the nhl are starting to let in fans I think Carolina announced today that they're going to start doing it the second the Caps do. I mean, I'm at least talking about if, it. If you let me in that arena with 5,000 people and that's it, I'm going to be squirreling beers under my seat and you're going to hear me on TV, I think. Dude, do you think? 
I feel like they don't. No, there's no chance. I say you probably just do what you did back in the day, like pay for a seat up top and slide on down. Yeah, but... Slide on down as long as I'm six feet away from some people. Yeah. I don't know. They might have like the lower level, like completely. Like they might have the first. I wonder if they would have like section 100. They would leave the Capital One things up that they have over the seats and just let you sit club and nosebleeds. That would make sense. I mean, those seats are tight, but you can't see half the rink sitting there. Yeah, because I think they want to keep the because they have the black nets behind the benches now instead of yeah the glass. What I'm saying, like you know, if you're sitting down on the 100s and you're in like an odd angle, you can't even see the puck when it's right in front of you. Yeah, Yeah, so sitting up top's a little bit not up top, like 200s. I would take that, but yeah, like we said, like Bobcat was saying, just high school today. We got because high school is about to end. Um, and then we're going to have no high school to talk about. It's just going to be probably strictly juniors as we got black bears, USPHL, some college kicking up, starting to get going. So I think from here on out, we're going to, we're going to really concentrate on high school, switch over the juniors as they start to round their seasons up and get in the playoffs. And we're just going to keep going until all the junior teams, college teams and high school teams are done. And then there yeah, it, it is. seems like the ACHA is, uh, picking back up all of a sudden. Yeah. <clears throat> yep so hopefully we hopefully we got some some decent action to talk about because i mean last season we were talking about just 20 25 teams in the area that we could break down and that's the biggest thing i miss this year is the rankings power ranking these teams and then some teams being like what the hell why are we dropping why are we are well yeah man we were up? we were all pumped we were going to be doing like content checking out locker rooms you know yeah. going to games but uh everyone had big plans for 2020 <laughs> we all did so there it is guys episode 93 in the books Happy Friday. Go win your games. Go win your playoff games. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the weekend. So, clap the room, I'm coming through. They wanna see what I'm about. Yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill. I'm on a paper route. Extra, extra, read about it. I'm today's trying to tap it. I put commas over bullshit. Yeah, I put that on mama's. They trying to block all my blessings. They thought I lost the stepping. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Put on for the whole city. Yeah, I got them rocking with me. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Sending emojis, I'm blowing a pack of that OG. Don't be acting like you know me. And if you did, that's the old me. When the time rock a cold fleece, pocket fat, that's obese. Only talking money if it's increased. She give me brain, girl, no teeth. I touch down, bust down. She bust it open for a real day. Stay timed up, trying to build it up, trying to count it up. Hell figures, don't be chilling with no load. And if I do, I be real with them. Chase a dream, that's the mail ticket. ISO gang, yeah, they still with us. I put it in motion, they got me steady. Thoughts on my mind. It's wearing heavy, watch I shine, tell them I'm ready I'm hitting my stride, let's get to the Fetty I was just sitting back watching them fold Racks on me now, yeah, it's looking slow I hold it down and I got my own Keeping it grown, we back to the bone Uh, yeah, flying flashy, ayy, ay, ayy We too fancy, ayy, ay, Can't walk past me, ayy, ayy Right up your alley, wait, wait I gotta play it safe, safe Watch me isolate, lay Watch me isolate, ayy Watch me isolate, whoa Clear out the room, I'm coming through They wanna see what I'm about yeah, I got skills, do it for the thrill. I'm on a paper route. Extra, extra, read about it. I'm today's trying to tap it. I put commas over bullshit. Yeah, I put that on mamas. They trying to block all my blessings. They thought I lost the stepping. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping. Put on for the whole city. Yeah, I got them rocking with me. I bet on me and my team. ISO is what I'm rapping.